Welcome to the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski. I'm an author, speaker, and all-around self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hello, my self-lovers. Before we dive into today's podcast episode, I want to make sure that you're giving yourself the gift of self-love. Now, if you don't know what the gift of self-love is, it's a workbook that will help you build confidence, recognize your worth, and learn to finally love yourself. And it's now available in stores and online worldwide. Oh my goodness, I've been waiting to say that because I've been working on this book for years. I poured my heart and soul into it, compiling everything that I teach at my retreats and putting it into this heartfelt, relatable, and actionable workbook for you. The cool thing is this book is a combination of me sharing my life story and everything that's helped me on this self-love journey, including body acceptance, and it's a workbook that you can actually write in. So every single thing that I share, you can put into practice right away. There are quizzes, journal prompts, self-reflection exercises, self-love challenges, all of which will help you with body image, confidence, self-worth, and self-love. I'm holding it right here. It's right in front of me and it's absolutely gorgeous. Not to toot my own horn or anything, but we've nailed the design on this one. It makes such a wonderful gift both for yourself and for your loved ones. Perhaps you have a friend that could really use this message and that, you know, needs a little push, loving push in the right direction. And I think that this book is just a great gift. Hence, the gift of self-love. So if you haven't gotten it yet, you can get it today by going to maryscupoftea.com slash book. I'm certain that the tools I share in this book will change your life as much as they've changed mine. So again, that's maryscupoftea.com slash book and give yourself the gift of self-love. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the rebound effect and why trying to lose weight almost always in 99% of cases will backfire. Now, a quick disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and this is not medical advice. This is just me speaking from personal experience, what I've witnessed, what I've researched, what I've learned, and me sharing with you everything that I wish somebody would have told me back when I was deep in disordered eating and my eating disorder and the fitness industry and just revolving my life around trying to lose weight and trying to make myself smaller and trying to achieve the perfect body. So I hope that this episode comes across as just very, very real, I suppose, because I don't see enough people talking about this. I think we either see weight loss success stories, which are obviously very much glorified by the media, or even in the body positivity space, if you follow that, well, if you follow me, I'm assuming you follow some other like body positive, anti-diet, self-love people. We almost talk about weight gain, how it's not necessarily a bad thing and it can even be a good thing. And gaining weight was what saved my life and helped me to accept my body and be more comfortable with it. And even though it was really difficult, it was ultimately a positive thing. But what I don't think I've told you is that the reason why I gained so much weight in such a short amount of time back in 2016 after I quit my destructive fitness lifestyle 
was because like literally a direct result of dieting. And I don't think we stress that enough. I think that when we think about gaining weight, we're always like, oh, well, I gained weight because I stopped dieting or I gained weight because I am not exercising as much. And that is just not true. The majority of the effect of weight gain post-dieting is not because you stopped dieting, but because you started dieting and your body started freaking out and going into starvation mode. And even if it's not so extreme, like going into starvation mode, like say you never really physically starved yourself, your body still feels the effect of a caloric deficit and it wants to fight against it because your body is trying to protect you from famine. And I think that the spiritual and energetic components of the rebound effect also connect with the biological components. Here's what I mean by that. There's this one aspect of it where your body physically feels deprived. So it's going to hold on to more fat. It's going to hold on to water. It's going to hold on to weight. It's going to fight against you trying to lose weight, especially if you diet for a long, long time or if you're yo-yoing like any time you yo-yo, the body just fights harder and harder and harder and it becomes that much more difficult to lose weight even if it was easy at first. And that is your body trying to keep you alive. So that's very much just the physical, instinctual, biological thing that happens when you restrict yourself or when you starve yourself because the body just feels and sees it and receives it as famine and (laughs) we need to save ourselves. And then there's also this like spiritual emotional side of it where if you've been dieting for a long time, from my experience, thinking about restricting or thinking about losing weight almost feels the same, like that same anxiety comes up in the body as if you were to actually go and diet and try to lose weight. Let me elaborate more on this. Again, this is from personal experience. So if this isn't If you can't relate to this, then I'm sorry. (laughs) But um, what I have noticed is that say I'm having like a bad body image day and I'm like, oh, I'm going to work extra hard at the gym and maybe I'll feel a little less bloated. You know, like sometimes that thought still comes up. And so I'll go on a run or I'll go on the gym or I don't know, I'll eat a little bit less. It's almost like unintentional but intentional. I'm like secretly being intentional, but it's still, I don't know how to explain it. It's like almost like this secret hidden agenda that I have with myself, right? And so say I follow through on that and I I do that. I notice that it makes me hungrier later and it makes me feel more frantic and it makes me feel more stressed. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to go through this again. And then my body's like, we don't want to go through this again. And then I end up going for more snacks and more food and maybe eating late at night and then starting that cycle over the next day. So I have noticed that for me, losing weight and even thinking about losing weight and thinking about dieting, it just backfires. And this whole podcast episode, the reason why I'm talking to you about this right now, it was actually inspired by a conversation that I had with my little sister. She just turned 13. She's going into eighth grade. And she's been really feeling the effects of beauty standards and diet culture and just feeling like her body needs to change, which I think so many young girls go through, especially when you're in middle school. 
And I was talking to her about this. And here's what I told her. I said, please, 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 for the love of God, do not try to lose weight no matter what anybody tells you. Because the more you try to lose weight, the more your body is going to fight back and the more weight you'll actually gain in the long run. And I said, I don't want to scare you. I just want to motivate you in language that you understand to realize the negative consequences. I'm not saying that weight gain is a negative consequence, but recognizing that weight gain is the natural byproduct of restriction. And so unless you want to yo-yo diet your whole life and unless you want to struggle with your weight and constantly be unhappy with your body and go through these just volatile phases of body image and revolve your life around food and exercise and weight loss and weight gain and obsessive thoughts and just all of that, like, please don't fall into the trap. And I think it starts very small. You know, it starts with skipping a meal or going on a run, which I'm not saying going on a run is bad. And I'm not saying that you should always eat even when you're not hungry. Like sometimes you're just not hungry or sometimes you just want to go on a run. But I think that spiritual biological connection is very, very important to recognize like why you're doing this. Am I going on a run because some girl at school said I should lose weight or because I saw some model on Instagram post her workout routine and I'm trying to look like her? Or do I just like feel good and I want to run and listen to music and get some sun and move my body? Like the that intention really, really matters. So when I say like stop trying to lose weight, I don't mean <laughs> eat everything in the world and never ever exercise again in your life. I think people choose to misinterpret that message. What I mean by stop trying to lose weight is to just completely categorically Remove that intention from your thought process. And of course, this isn't going to happen overnight. Like we all have bad body image days, especially if you're in recovery or you've been dieting for a while or you're on a body acceptance journey. Like it's not going to happen overnight. But one thing that helped me a lot through this phase is three words. No matter what. No matter what. No matter how I feel that day, I will not starve myself. No matter how I feel about my body, I will not overwork myself at the gym and punish myself for what I ate. No matter what, I will eat, I will rest, I will take care of myself, I will say kind things to myself, even if it's through gritted teeth, no matter what. Something I always say is that change is not hard. It's the decision to change that's hard. But as soon as you make that decision, it is all smooth sailing from there. So make that decision for yourself. Remove that intention from your mind. Of course, there's going to be some residual effects of diet culture and you're going to have negative thoughts. And hopefully my book and podcast can help you combat those. But I really wanted to make this episode for you to make this commitment that you are never, ever going to try to lose weight ever in your life again. When I said that, how did you feel? What what came up in your body? Did that freak you out? Did that make you feel relieved? 
Did your body start breathing? Did you get a little bit of anxiety? Does it feel impossible? Or do you feel like you can really do this? Whatever feelings came up for you are totally fine and totally valid. And just something to notice that whatever feelings come up are just a byproduct of where you're at in your journey. So if the feeling is more negative, like, oh, that stresses me out. That makes me feel anxious. How could you? What if she's wrong? And doctors say, and I read this, and people always tell me to lose weight. And what about health? Blah, 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 blah. Like if all that chitter chatter came up for you, that's totally fine. It means that there's probably a little bit more work to do on the anti-diet realm, on the actually learning to accept your body and reading about the statistics of how the body works and how dieting is not helpful and how it's just going to backfire. But if that feeling that came up for you when I said, no matter what, you are not going to try to lose weight. If it's like relief, if it's a breath of fresh air, if it's just feels so, so good, then that's also something to notice. That means that you're ready, that you're basically halfway there, if not more so, that you're on the right track, that this is something that has been on your heart, on your mind, in your body for a while, and you just needed somebody to push you. And if the feelings were a combination of all of the above and you're like, I don't really know what to think and I don't know if I can give up dieting and trying to lose weight, but at the same time, I really, really want to, that's wonderful too. You are nevertheless on the right track because this is all a part of the journey. I just wanted to have this like real talk with you and hopefully motivate you to keep on going. So I hope this episode helped. I know it's a little bit different than what I usually do, but We just needed a heart to heart. We just needed to lay it out on the table. And if this resonated with you, I would love to hear about it on Instagram stories. You could take a screenshot of this episode and tag me. And of course, if you haven't already, you can pick up a copy of The Gift of Self-Love. It'll give you more tools for body acceptance and self-love. There's all of my best advice, tips, tools, techniques, exercises. There's a whole workbook intertwined in the content of the book. So that way you couldn't put everything that you learn into practice right away and actually do some exercises that we would do together at a retreat. If you came to an online retreat or if you came with me to an in-person retreat, like the one we have coming up in Costa Rica, all of that is available to you in the gift of self-love. So I hope that that's something that can really serve you and support you on this self-love journey. So anyways, whatever you decide to do, I love you so, so much. And I'm so grateful that you're here on the self-love journey. I'll talk to you later. One last thing before we farewell, if you've been enjoying the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast, we would greatly appreciate if you could leave a short review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps the show so, so much. I absolutely love hearing from you. And as somebody whose love language is words of affirmation, your words mean the world to me. Just go to the Apple Podcasts app and scroll all the way down until you see the review section. And from there, you can just tap the star thing and leave your own review. Thank you so much for supporting me and this greater message of self-love for all. Also, feel free to send this episode to a friend and spread the gift of self-love. And speaking of the gift of self-love, make sure you pick up my book, which is available in stores and online worldwide. Just head to maryscupoftea.com slash book, and you'll find all the links to give yourself the gift of self-love. I love you all so, so much, and I will talk to you next time. 
Muah.